Welcome to The Color of Truth. My name is Kiara Danielle Partha. I'm a fashion blogger and you can find me at cardofficial.com. In studio with me today, I've got DJ Banks and you don't spell it B-A-N-K-S. <laughs> Banks, did you actually spell it first? Uh, B-A-N-Q-U-E-S. And then, isn't that your handle? Yeah. It's at DJ Banks, right? Yeah, well, uh, I lost two handles. So this is my <laughs> third one. Them. Yeah. You make it sound like it was a shoe and you <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh Someone logged into it and I changed the password and yeah. Damn. Women are crazy. And then <laughs> and then this one, yeah, this the most recent one that I'm using now, it's at banks B-A-N-Q-U-E-S with an underscore. Okay, well I'm so intrigued to get into this woman are crazy chat. <laughs> <laughs> but um obviously the name like were you just being difficult and spelling it differently or No, I just I just wanted to to tap into my roots so i'm from drc and we speak french so banks is spelled in french okay yeah do people when you say that do people always ask you to say something in french no they don't even know it's spelled in french so <laughs> they, they, they pronounce as banques yeah because when i was reading it i was like who's banquet Ban- yeah so <laughs> it's a bit I've, I've always been challenged but my name's always been challenging like my like my birth name it's fortune but it's in French, so it's Fortuna. Okay. But they can't pronounce the uh, Fortuna with the right accent. So, so they it's say like Fortuna. Fortuna. <laughs> like the car. Yeah, so I used to get so annoyed. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. No, okay. So, I mean, um, we were talking, you know, off, off the mic and you were saying that you've been actually doing this for 10 years now. Yeah, since I was 16. How? 16 is a lot. How did you get into this? Uh, my friends uh, had the software virtual DJ. Oh, <laughs> the original. Yeah, my late friend had, had, had the software and... He'll go to our other friend, our mutual friend, and they'll go mix around and play with house. And mm-hmm. I, he didn't want to give me the software. Mm-hmm. So I eventually got a hold of it. <laughs> and then I started playing hip hop because they were mixing house. And I'm like, and cause I, I, I'm from a hip hop background. Mm-hmm. My older brother listened to hip hop. So uh, yeah, started playing around with hip hop and had my first gig in 2007. I mean, at that time, did you, I mean, obviously you were just a kid playing around with software. Yeah. Did you think like, I'm going to make this into a job? No, it, it only hit me when I, when I, when I had my first major gig at a social, uh, like over like a thousand people with Euphonic. Oh, hectic. Yeah, oh, I was wow. 17. And okay. Yeah, myself, Euphonic, and my other DJ friends were headliners. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, after my set, I realized, wow. This shit is crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna take this shit seriously. Yeah. Yeah, and I did that. You know, I spent I think the whole my, that whole year, every weekend we had gigs because we were a DJ crew. Mm-hmm. So every oh, weekend, like a little yeah click. yeah we call oh. it South 360. Oh. So you know, <laughs> and so yeah we we gigged every every single weekend the whole year. Wow. Okay. Pretty, and yeah. did you, did you never do you never get jaded of the club and the parties and yes sometimes <laughs> it really does sometimes but like i always feel like everything's a calling you know so eventually it just becomes becomes a part of it really yeah it just becomes a part of it like it's who you are you know yeah like sometimes in my sleeping pattern it's it's weird it's really <laughs> yeah weird. i can imagine because it's like, like you you're probably coming home and everyone else is going to work yeah right? like i get home like at five six in the morning you know and yeah, then, and then do you just sleep the day away? No, I got things to do. I, st- <laughs> I still have a life during the day, you know. What do you have like another job we don't know about? No, I, I'm an entrepreneur, so I run. Oh, I was waiting I for you to say you're a forex trader. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow! That's I very. I can see that in your Instagram. That's very. Bio. That's very low. DJ Banks. Wow. Taboo headliner forex, forex trader. trader. You know, 
Wow. Get all the honeys. That's very hard. Apparently, that's how you do get the honeys these days. Uh, well, the, like, that, you know they used to say what's your star sign now it's I'm a foreign yeah princess star. that's a hard <laughs> thing now it's it's because you went to an area where everyone was hip-hop dancers they used to break dance and and dance and then now and they went to a phase where everyone was a dj mm-hmm. and then after that everyone became rappers Yes. And now everyone's forex trader. Everyone's into photog- no, oh, and photographers. photography came after after rappers. And then know? everyone is a model and Instagram. Came yeah, up. yeah. And then now everyone's a forex. Everyone's a forex. Actually, if we're looking at that, I think that it goes with the technology, right? Because yeah. uh, like d- virtual DJ was like the technology that came out. Yeah. And, everyone, and then Instagram came out, and everyone thought they were. Yeah, like, true. That's interesting. I've, I've, technology yeah. runs the world. Because now it's a thing of forex trading is so accessible to everyone. Yeah. Not everybody thinks they. Even though the platform always been there, but we just never been never had access to it. Yes, you know? because. Now it's so I don't know I think more easily understood. Not not really, just more people just find it, find it easier. See the fact to, that you know so much makes take, me think. <laughs> no, it just it's it's a it's, it's a complicated uh, formula. So a lot of people involved in it they find it easier to kind of I wouldn't say scam, mm-hmm. but scam people, <laughs> you know, yeah. and tell you can make quick money. There is no such thing as quick money. You know, so it's quick money. Put ten thousand. No, I think there is quick money, but not lasting. Money. Quick money. I don't know. Quick money comes with a lot of problems. A lot of things attached to it. Oh, definitely. You know, so with that is, even like things like when I say a lot of things attached to it, I don't know. I'm not just speaking about crime, but I'm speaking about things like. You know, trans- whenever I hear quick money in a South African context, what's the first thing I go to? Crime. Really? Yeah. I think in terms of girls, like blessings and like that. Really? Girl. Yeah. Well, I think because you you're a female, you know. Yeah. I'm still I, 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 for a phase in my life I was looking for a blessie. Is a blessie a female version of a blessing? So someone to bless? Yeah, like to be really? like, hey bangs. So you were like a, a you wanted to be a young blessing? Yeah, I got tired of women. Women were breaking my heart, so I'm like, you know what? I so need you wanted a someone to love you for your money? No, I want so I wanted someone with money to love me. Oh, you wanted yeah. to be a blessie? Yes. Oh, you wanted a sugar mommy? Yes. Oh. That's what I wanted, you know. So, oh, so someone who did does. Did you find one? No, it was oh, so hard. The ones that, that gave me attention were married and stuff. You never want to mess with a yeah. married woman. Niggas will kill you, bro. Dude, let me tell this one experience. <laughs> Crazy experience. Tell us. My first Durban July yeah. ever. Was, Yo, wait, Durban July is <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the Durban July 2014. I was in Durban July where, where this place had just opened. Well, it was still New York, but now it's huge called Eardini. Mm-hmm. So we're there for a gig and then we're done playing. So this woman approaches me. She's a, she was fine, I won't lie. She was hella <laughs> fine. She was a woman, like, you know, she yeah. was thick, you know, well spoken, yeah, dressed well, you know. She macked on me, legit. She didn't even like. <laughs> I mean, how old did she look? She looked like, like, like. mid 30s. Okay. Yeah, okay. I knew she was older than me. She met on me, like okay. legit. She met on me to a point where she took out a car key, she put it in my hand, she's driving me home. I'm like, oh, damn, <laughs> damn, damn. And then she's like, you know, I don't want you to get too drunk. Come with me. Come look at the car. You're know, driving me home, so maybe you can slow your drinks down. I'm like, cool. Walk to the parking lot. There's a murk. I was like, sure, she's definitely getting dick tonight, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> You know, so we go back to the party. It's one of those where she's like, she's getting it from somewhere, so it might as well be me. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So we get back to a party, and then, boom! I just decide I'm like, you know what? I'm in, I'm in, the, I'm in this. I mean, Durban for the first time. I don't want to be messing with people's women. This she looks married, you know, all of that. Like you know? she wasn't wearing a ring. Yeah, but, but you, can just tell. you can you can feel the energy. You know, she looks really? married. What does that married energy feel like for just, women? I can't explain. It's just that thing. The way they carried us off, you know. She wasn't wild. She wasn't dancing and going crazy. She was just very, very calm, okay. drinking, you know, and very open. And was she there alone? 
if I can remember correctly, every time she spoke to me, she was by herself. She, she never Ooh. brought she never brought her friends like, hey, come look she at was this hunting. guy. Yeah. She was on the hunt. So cool. So eventually, I just ran away. <laughs> I didn't say bye. I just ran away. I just ran away. Like I'm going to the bathroom. Not in the bathroom. Was, we had a conversation. She said she's coming back. And I just bounced. Left. And then, that same year, December, because this happened during July. July. That same in December, I was in Cape Town. At the airport, guess what bump it to? That lady. With her husband. <laughs> I'm like, this man could have killed me. Ripped me did apart. Did she recognize you? Yeah, she did. You know what? That looked like, damn, damn. Like, you know, we looked at each that other. Shit, you know my I friends. looked away. The I saw what she saw me, I looked away. I didn't want to, like, look at her and be like, oh, do you remember me? Yeah. I saw the husband carrying the bags behind and saying, baby, I'm just like, whoa. This man would have killed me. husband big? Hell of big. Like he looked Zulu, that man. Don't mess with Zulu niggas in the room. It's always the dolls that are the biggest, like, men. Yeah. That, that always are around. You'll never see a lady with, like, a small ass nigga, mm. you know, come for another. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. always all his way. It's like, shit, I'm actually about to get me. Yeah. Like, I was like, no ways. <laughs> it's a good thing I never touched this woman and nothing, you know? So, what? Yeah. So, pretty crazy. Uh, okay. Experience. So, if you ever, I mean, do you feel like you'll ever get married? Yeah, I'm definitely getting married. Oh. With my current girlfriend. Oh. I just turned 27, so I have three years. Oh. Three years. Okay. Sims, I have three years. We gotta go to the club three years <laughs> before I stop. So, yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Um, when yeah, Harry got ma- uh, married to um, Megan, yeah. the royal couple, yeah. then there was this whole debate about your true love and the love of your life. Yeah. And, you know, that whole thing. And I, in, in, in Twitter brought up this conversation of a lot of guys don't marry the person they love. They marry the person who's there at the time when they're ready. Crazy, because my, my one ex... She's getting married, and a few weeks ago, I bumped into her at a friend's birthday party. And then she said, well, her, her husband, or her fiancé, mm-hmm. asked her if, if, I, if, if he was the man of her dreams. And she said, uh, the, man, like, the man of my dreams is also with someone else, but you are the man, uh, what? You are the man of something, you something like that. Something about, you are the man that I'm with, kind of something so like she- that. In no, say to me, to me. Oh, she was telling me, oh, oh, you know, okay, okay. and I was crazy. Like, damn, you know, it's just yeah, it's wild. If you like, yeah, you marry the man of your dreams. If not, then you marry the man that's meant for you, I guess. So, do you feel like your current girlfriend is the, the love of your life? Or is yeah. the time? No, the, my current girlfriend <laughs> is it's a combination of every other girl, every other feeling I had, every other relationship I've been with, every other phase I've been in love with, combined together, and it's all in one person yeah so all the oh, other so oh yeah all the other all the other females were like the be, be this one to be this woman but they couldn't be but i still love oh, them I get you. and then everything piled up so every every good every good expert uh, about every woman i've been with was put into one and it became her and then with that it made me a better person. I mean, how, where did you guys and how did you guys meet? Funny enough, we. Did you meet in the club? Yeah. Oh. You always wow. you, you always meet your, your you meet your partner in your surrounding. I find it weird. It's actually your surrounding. If you travel, if you travel a lot, you're gonna meet a woman at the airport. I'm in the library and I'm waiting for some six foot seven nigga Chance, to step in. Chance, <laughs> you're gonna meet him like somewhere around in the corridors, you know, yeah. or around the study center or campus. But chances you know, there's always this stigma about like you never never what get serious with someone you meet in the club and you know the. Yeah, I heard about that thing. That thing is bullshit. It's trash, bro. It's really trash. Pe- people will say that people are just heartbroken and sad, you know. 
it's just like how you you should never marry someone in your office office space or where you work same building like that's trash so i met my woman in the club uh, i just got out of a relationship i gave myself a no not even a year i just said i'm done dating woman because mm-hmm. all my all my other past experiences cost me and your Instagram yeah yeah cost me my, my, my career cost me time for myself a lot of things was holding me back so i said let me focus on myself mm-hmm. and then work on myself and then a year went by i met her actually i wasn't even supposed to be there I was done playing. My my DJ friend Venom had a gig at Moloko. Are you friends with Venom? Yeah, that's okay. my boy. So he had a gig at Moloko, so it was still a bit earlier, like two in the morning. Yeah. So we're like, cool, let's go to Moloko, and we went there, and we're chilling in the VIP, and then she was a photographer at Moloko. So she walked in like just like a like a booth. She walked in to take pictures, and I looked at her, and I told myself that is my next girlfriend. Wow. Crazy. That's I told so myself that's my next girlfriend, and then. All the girls are like, oh. <laughs> so I went to her I'm like hey please take a picture of me just me I don't want just take a picture of me she, she's not she didn't wonder why you know yeah. and I took out my best pose okay what's the best pose is it the, the Kim K pose the, I the can just, totally you know, see the, with it oh it's that yellow took bone out, yeah you know I took oh out my, my best God. pose put some Asian yellow eyes with the you know straight up at a nice the... fade you know oh I'm like God. when she goes to the camera <laughs> when whenever she gets home she must look at this nigga and be like damn that's all she has to so do. So you were trying to give her eyes through the lens. Yeah, technically. <laughs> Man, you feel me. I, I mess with you. You see, I fucked with you. You know? So I yeah. Vision, yeah. So time went by. Eventually I got a number. She didn't give me a chance. And then mm-hmm. the one time she... Wait, wait, wait. Did you did you enjoy the chase at all? Like the fact that she wasn't like super the fact that she didn't Yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed that because in that moment, I knew she was my next girlfriend, but I was in a hurry to, to date her kind of thing. Oh, I was in a hurry, like, I want you now, let's date. I was yeah. like, bro, you're my next girlfriend. I told like, myself. Like, I'm keeping you here. Yeah, Just you're, my, know. you're my next girlfriend. <laughs> so, she, I'll send a text, you ignore me, and she replied for two days, three days, whatever, oh. you know. And then the one that I realized when she felt I was becoming a bit annoying because I kept texting her. <laughs> so, she asked me, what do you want from me? So, I said, uh, man, look, uh, all I want from you is... Uh, I want to love you and I want to build and grow with you yeah. and spend the rest of my life with you. That's all I want. I didn't want the sex. Keep the sex. Shit. Okay. You know? That was even well, on my lying. mind. You lying. Yeah. I, I, I was lying till I tasted it. I was like, damn, girl. You didn't tell me it was like this. I know those things. Shit, man. You like, shit, if you don't love me after this Bro, shit, you know, I don't know anymore. So, yeah. And then I think that's what got caught her attention. Because yeah. for a second, she felt, oh, serious. She didn't think I just wanted to tap kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, did, she you, did to... you get that a lot? Like, because you're a DJ and you're in the club, do you feel like dolls just throw themselves at you? Yeah, all the time. But I just think your energy, your energy says a lot about you, you know? Like, Regardless of that, like, you think if you're just very calm and stuff in the club, dolls are not gonna throw themselves? Well, literally, they haven't. Yeah, you see, you've got that, what, married men energy that you've been Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you feel it, you know, like, like they really want you like you can't control some social media so they're, they're always in the dms hitting up you know commenting on pictures being thirsty and stuff mm-hmm. but when when in person they kind of approach me you know i have that i'm reserved like don't, don't come yeah. up to me yeah like don't make me cold you're making me cold i'm already freezing bro you know like it's a winter <laughs> shit bro. i don't need that you know i don't want your coldness you know so yeah, yeah just your energy put 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 it out there that you are not about anything like there's something in your life that you're content about and you don't want to mess it up so they can feel that energy doesn't lie eh? wait so when's the wedding the wedding can i can you invite me because we're friends now yeah when i when i when i when i, when I turn 31 i love it when you turn 30 that's such a decided thing yeah 
it's so it's more about like your age when you're ready than like, yeah not not even with my with with what i what i've done in my life is i've set goals and i've 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 kind of structured my life with age and then i know people say it's wrong you can't time yourself but i've stretched my life with age i think a little bit is good though you, you know? know yeah so i've told myself on this certain in this phase in my life i need this because why i need why i'm going to get married wait do you know when people suddenly have this i don't know if you were you started like this organized from day one but yeah. in my experience people usually become this organized after something dramatic happens like yeah. after a mental break or after they do you get what i'm saying yeah is that what happened with you no not even I've, so you just organized from the go yeah like people cut you come in and you go mm-hmm. like i think the one of the one thing you can never do as a human being is lose yourself Mm-hmm. Not over, not over other human beings. You know, <laughs> you cannot afford that. You know, yeah. if you lose yourself because you you are hooked on drugs are you or, saying or money. From experience or from witness. I from... just the person I am, and also experience makes kind of helps you to make certain decisions on how to be disciplined and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I saw that from experience, even in movies, even your parents, even your your families, even your friends. You see all of them lose themselves. You know, so I was very hard on myself and disciplined. Like people will come, people will go, but. This is me. I'm sticking to this, you know. At the end of the day, before I die, I need to look back and be like, this is what I've left for my kids and my stuff. And I can't be like, yeah. uh, I ended up doing drugs because someone broke my heart when I was 21 and yeah. now I got a wrecked home, you know, I'm a drug addict because I started when someone hurt me. Things like that. I ain't got time for that bullshit. You know? <laughs> That's too much in life to do. Yeah, right? like, you know, like one thing is, I don't, yo, human beings are the most exhausting thing ever. Like, don't, 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 Put your energy on something that's not going to bring you any yeah be, any make you better you know so with with me why i feel going back to why i feel my woman's perfect for me she has yes tell us i've gained weight by the one you know <laughs> so oh, happy weight? yeah Yay, yeah you know yeah you know i got the happy weight going <laughs> on I've, I've, his cheeks are smiling dude, to prove it to us. Bro, He's got I've, I've never, things. I've never gained weight in any of my relationships. Nothing really? ever. Okay, so Alice is a really good cook now. Oh, Fun, funny enough, we don't even cook. Oh, hectic. We cook like once in a while. Yeah. Our lives are hectic. That we don't what get she cook. Do? She's a photographer, so, oh. so she used to work for a club. Mm-hmm. What does she do now? Now she works for me. Do you feel like because she was a photographer, and she was sort of in the industry, it made it easier for her to understand your? Because look, I mean, me, I'm in fashion. Yeah, it, I it, could never date a DJ just via, not even trust yeah. issues, just the temptation. Yeah, it, it made it, it made it, it made it understand to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But, but she's still a woman. Yeah, she's still a woman. <laughs> you know? it's, still, it's still, even today, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to have to do a podcast for my, for my friend. And she's like, mm, which friend? I'm like, Sims, I've never heard that name. I had to, I had to take out my phone and show Sims' picture. Kind of thing, you know? <laughs> I actually enjoy things. I love clingy girlfriends. It's cute. What? Yeah, it's cute. Okay. It's cute. Let's let's explore that because that's a whole new concept. It's cute. Tell us more. Yeah, I love clingy girlfriends. <laughs> okay, what's clingy in your books then? Clingy is like. like what, okay, what's clingy and what's not crazy? I love crazy women too. Ah. Hi. Okay. You, you know what to say, but like, <laughs> like when you when 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 you when you're really about someone. You know what the thing is when niggas who say I love crazy women, they're crazy as shit too. That's the thing. I'm not crazy. I'm just very calm. Like I get. So you need a yin to your yang. Yeah, I'm very calm. Okay, what's crazy? Crazy is like putting up in the putting up to a club when I'm playing and I told you, you didn't tell me you're coming. I didn't tell you you're coming either. For example, if if I leave my woman at home as I'm going to work mm-hmm. and she's like, "Cool, baby, I'm gonna sleep." So I go to work. <laughs> and up. then mid set, I'm I'm turning up the club. I'm like, "What the fuck? Is that my baby? Yo, yo, double check there." <laughs> Call up my road manager like, "Yo, who's that? Is that my husband?" 
Kanata, that's crazy. And then Why Osa. That's crazy. What is she want to Tell me you're coming. Why? What is she trying to just test the waters and see? Well, you're gonna be very disappointed. And then in return, I'm gonna get you so wasted. And then I'm gonna get you so wasted. You will regret coming out. Regret coming. Out. So yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she, so she, that's just pulling up. What else? I mean, have you ever? Since you like crazy women, I mean, have you ever had your car window smashed in? Because I feel like no. that's no, no, not that crazy. Not that crazy. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. That's like strength crazy. Yeah, that's like extreme. Because it's it's both our car. I always feel like what's mine is yours. So if you're breaking that car, shit. Okay, that's you know, different. Like, why are you breaking it? You know. Wait, do you do you enjoy independent women or women who are a little bit dependent? Man, do your thing, bro. Independent, do your thing. Oh, really? But we're, we're still somehow joint in a way, you know. Like my girl does, like she works for me. I pay her, you know. She mm-hmm. does whatever she wants oh, to she's, work for me. She's doing her own thing. Like, yeah. She doesn't have to work. Yeah, she doesn't have to work for me, you know. But because when she left work because of school, yeah. So I was like, hey, why are you at home and doing nothing? Work for me. Then come take pictures of me while I'm working and stuff, yeah. you know. Besides oh, your other, idea. yeah. Besides your other work. So I pay her. She does other things, you know. Be independent, do your thing. I love that. But oh, we're, we're still joint, like that whole. Theory, what's mine what's yours it's pretty much like i mean okay so after getting married and stuff do you still see yourself being a dj uh, yeah, def- like yeah that's, def- that's the long-term plan yeah definitely i mean m- music is music is forever you, I, I, I don't know anybody that says i'm too old to dj you know yeah. it's your that experience i feel that, like i'm too old to dj <laughs> I was too small. They never let me in. Yeah, they, they have to put like crates on the DJ booth so you can stand on it. Hard, like, on the thing. like a chair, spinning chair. Yeah. Or they could lower that. We're not gonna continue discussing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's all going for it. But obviously, I'm gonna tap into other things, other other things I'm good at. Yeah. What? I mean, okay. Wait. Do you have you been overseas? Like, what's what's the? I haven't been overseas, but I've been I've been to countries around Africa. So yeah. I've been up to Mozambique. Is your do you have any like ambitions to play overseas? Yeah, de- like definitely, enjoy? definitely, like definitely. I mean, the whole point you, you should, life is all about learning, you know. So you can you can never limit yourself, you know. You think you're the best DJ in the world. You have because, to. You know what I'm saying is, you think you're the best, you're the best DJ in the world only because you play in South Africa. Go out there and see what's oh, happening. Oh yeah, you know? and there's a that shit will humble. That yeah, I think I'll mention right now you know, that, that that will humble you. You know, like you know, life is it's, it's never about putting yourself on a high pedestal and be like you're the best. It's all about you are the best by how much you learn. You're always learning. That's how you become the best. And it's never like okay, we reach this pedestal. You are the best. No, there's always someone out there doing better than you. It's funny you say that because I know, like, I'm a really big fan of Muhammad Ali, and yeah. he always says that he's like, I I needed to believe that I was the best before I became the best. But it's still fault. Which is a that was a learning process, but mm. people don't understand. Yeah. You say it was the best. If you say I'm the best, I'm not going to fight anybody because I'm going to beat up anybody. He's oh, still I get you. Yeah. He's you know, still... so the more he was fighting, the more he was learning. Yes, he was winning and stuff, but the more he was fighting, the more he was learning. So his, his, his statement was, I'm the best, but yet he was still fighting. Competing. Yeah. Why are you still competing for the best? Kind of, you can stay at home then, drink some wine. <laughs> you know? But he was still fighting, learning, stay at you home. know. <laughs> So all of that was like building up to his state and him being the best until they stopped fighting. Yeah. You know. I mean, okay, so as a DJ, what would what would the equivalent of, you know, stay fighting? Like stay playing? Yeah, stay playing and definitely playing out of playing places where you don't speak your home language. You know, try 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 make someone happy through music. Mm-hmm. You know? And like for example being being in Paris, playing a hip hop set, you know, you draw and drop American music. Yeah. You know, you wanna you wanna be able to have that dialogue and. I 
I mean, do you do you feel like you can do that playing other people's music and not making music yourself? Uh, to a certain extent, I guess. Yeah. You know, do you we, know what I'm saying? Because yeah, when you make music, you can yeah, really. You know, you we know? we're in an era right now where, well, DJs well. EDM DJs, electronic, electronic dance music. EDM DJs were always... Which were, is, were in more, my mind, just... Diff, diff, diff. Yeah, electronic. Diff, 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 yeah. You know? <laughs> so, they, they were more produced than DJs. They, yeah. were, they were producers. Mm-hmm. And then, they blend into being DJs. Yeah. And on the other hand, I don't know about South African hip-hop DJs, but house DJs in South Africa were also producers into DJs. Yeah. But the hip-hop, they are not producers. You know, and, and we were actually talking about this yeah. um, before we started recording about the role of a DJ. Like, DJ Khaled really confuses the shit out of me. Let me know. Yeah. Because he's on... He, I don't understand what he does because he's a DJ, but he released an album, but he doesn't sing. He's, he's, actually, he's actually a DJ. He starts as a DJ. Yeah. So, look at his old tapes. He's actually a DJ. He's pretty insane. So, when you... Okay, by that definition, DJ is someone who takes other people's songs and mixes them at an event to provide yeah. a mix of music, right? Yeah. Okay, so that was his tapes. Yeah. So of other people's music. <laughs> and then he moved into... Into into making his own music. Because, I mean, as a DJ, you play music what's given to you. But sometimes you have your own ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. I wonder what this will sound like if, you know. So now, instead of telling an artist of your idea, then why don't you make the deal yourself and bring them together? Oh, you know? so you, you so, would, pr- like, produce the track and then bring in the artist. You can produce the track or you can build the foundation of the track, the idea, you know? Yeah. Maybe I'll, like... Do you want to tap into that? Yeah, definitely, you know, yeah. eventually, you know? I always feel like everything happens its own time. I don't need to rush into things, you know? Yeah. It's my own pace, my own thing, you know? So, I know a lot of people have been asking me when I'm going to drop singles and stuff like that, but I feel like I'm not in a rush space with dropping any music yet, even though I've spent time in sessions and studios and stuff like that. But I feel like I'm not there yet, but when the time is right, I'm going to eventually drop I know you're like a staunch hip hop fan. Yeah. But will you ever go house? Yeah, I used to play house back in the bit. days. Yeah, because you said that was, you know, your friends. That was. You yeah, guys, so click. there was this place called Capello Hatfield. Mm-hmm. And the, was, was that on Square? Yeah. Ah, uh, Square. I must no, 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 not the Square. There was one outside Zenzu. Okay. Downstairs. Yeah, I think you were a bit too young for that. Like, yeah. Yeah, very right. young. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but Zenzu. Yeah. There. So yeah, so so Capello gave us a residency, but there was only there was, there was only a thirty minute hip hop set, which was thirty minutes before the close. So from half one till two a.m. Mm-hmm. So I would get that seven to all my friends because we all support, you know, we all move to collect. So uh, I couldn't sit there for between seven till half one and do nothing. So I'm like, let me play a house then, you know. So oh. I play a house for like an hour, you know. But it was just a learning, a, a learning phase. It was yeah. nothing like, you know. Do you not feel like house is maybe easier than hip hop? It is definitely easier. Right? Definitely easier. Yeah, I feel like I ask DJ sometimes when someone gives me the orcs in the car. I'm like, yeah, listen, to the, listen to the switch, guys. Oh yeah, DJ yeah, Kiki in the house. It's much, it's much easier than 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 doing everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll be interested to hear if you if you have a track. Yeah. Maybe you're gonna have like a. D- DJ Banks, Banks, Banks. No, no, I'm not noisy. Oh, oh my, 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 my tag is just like. Wow. Hey, banks, take this motherfucker to the bank one time. Bang. Ah, oh, okay, but if you have just have an Indian. Banks, take these motherfuckers <laughs> to the bank one time. No, <laughs> no way. I'll come for you like a No way. But that that could work though. That that little tech grabs right? attention. Like exactly. what the fuck? What's this? And then he'll also sell you a car. <laughs> Sorry, bro. His name is Pravesh. Gotcha. <laughs> That's really dope. I should think. I should, I should try there. Get an Indian guy. To yeah. Do my time. I mean, okay. So I think it's time we take a quick break. Are there any songs that you're feeling right now, South African? That's yeah. Uh, 
right now I'm feeling my my boy Fugilistic did a joint with with Major League. I saw him do a, a like improv rap on Twitter. Yeah. Yo, that kid yeah. is mad talented. Yeah. So he's he's got a whole new a new wave a new identity you know. Yeah, that's, I'm very excited for him. Yeah, that's that, that, you know? that's that's new to the game. That's very different. You know, yeah. it was it was it was judged in the beginning, but people starting to accept because we all can't sound the same. You know. Yeah, I think so, his handle on Twitter is at Fugilistic. Yeah. Go and check him out. We're gonna hit what's on the plate? Uh, 19 to that and after the break we'll be right back we're going to talk a little bit more about industry lifestyle stay with us it's the color of truth yeah and that was 19 tobetsa by focus featuring major league that was Banks' favorite song right now welcome back to the color of truth so before the break we we're talking a little bit about music and industry and banks is telling me that he's actually into events and he's yeah. doing the Le Don. Le Rendezvous. Le Rendezvous. Yeah, friends. It's a lifestyle event. It's a lifestyle event. Okay, yeah. So what does a lifestyle event mean? So basically, a lifestyle event is, is for a good cause. So basically, it's not just a party for you to come party drink. It's it's a it's a networking platform, you know. So it starts during the day and ends late in the evening, you know, but doesn't go past midnight. Yeah. So the whole purpose is just to have all the influential people in one space for them to interact, you know, share knowledge, you know, ideas and you know, just be able so to So for like what like um artists? It's or? it's about it's for everyone. It's for everyone. Like a you get chefs, you get people, you get bloggers, you get radio personalities, you get TV presenters. Okay, and how are the people selected? Uh, basically, I just kept a database of the people I want around there, and then from there, from that point, they invite day three guests, and day three okay. guests invite day three guests, and then from there, we just build and grow from that. Are you not afraid that they, they, their guests are gonna be like their best friend? You just yeah that's that's fine it's, it's, it's still that one person that's a good that's there for a good cause you know? yeah you can if i invite you for example and you into radio and stuff like that you know and you Is come that an invite? yeah hey! <laughs> you know and you, you come through you you bring sims for example and sims like a druggie doesn't matter you know you still there for a good cause you know? yeah you know so you you there for a good cause so you might meet you, you might uh you might meet someone that, that that's into radio once you get into the entertainment industry you know be a radio personality and yeah. then guests to speak to interact and share some knowledge and that's so i know that you said the event is what partnering uh, with heineken uh, yeah powered by heineken powered by heineken so yeah. how did that come about did you just feel like as younglings or as people starting out there wasn't enough networking opportunities yeah I, I felt i felt like all the right people knew all the right people so we kept it to ourselves but we didn't share the knowledge we never had a platform to to hold that and then the most boring thing are seminars nobody wants to go to a fucking seminar <laughs> i love Jesus, seminars like, I with a little that. tag yeah Bro, now I must wake up 8 in the morning on a Saturday <laughs> to go to a fucking seminar and listen to you bore me. No. Have there been like DJ seminars? No. Yeah, there are. There are. There are seminars? Yeah, it's so annoying. I would picture them to be really lit You though. know. So yeah, it's just, uh, so yeah, so I figured why don't we have a platform where you have all of that, you know. It's it's every it's basically every man for themselves, but for all for one good yeah. cause, you know. That's a very unique like philosophy because I know a lot of people who are at the top they want to keep it for themselves. Yeah, you, you know? know, and they so, don't understand, they don't realize that the, the more the more you 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 share knowledge, the the, the better it is for everyone because you always learn something from someone, you know. You look at young guys who are hungry, who who are mad creative, but they don't have the right door to knock, to, you know. And then you are probably at the top, but you, you can't think anymore. You feel you feel your mind feels stiff because you have so many things going on. But just hearing someone's idea that that's much younger than you, mm-hmm. that could be like yo, I never thought about this. Yeah. So that's what the youth are thinking about. Then let me take this to, to the board and change this to what I'm 
something yeah. you know it's that's a very positive energy and i feel like yeah. a lot of people take that the opposite where they become scared they, they're, in, they're insecure about 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 their the, own craft yeah right on craft because either they're not really good at it or it was stolen so they're trying to keep it there, you know yeah yeah so someone that's very creative and confident about the craft will never be be insecure about it i know in in fashion that's that's very much a standard thing regardless of whether people are insecure or not yeah. do you feel like in the djing scene that's about the same or do you feel like it's more open and more friendly it's it's something similar but not really it's not really like a hard thing on it it's mm-hmm. it's more about how creative you can be so if i have for example i have a a remix of me you know and i don't want anybody to play except me so i keep it to myself kind of thing okay. you know but again that's stupid because why keep it to yourself like yeah because then it doesn't yeah, get like doesn't get known and yeah <laughs> and it's stupid and just you playing it yeah matter, you know and i so, mean also with technology these days you can't actually just keep it to yourself. yeah you know so someone will make a remix of a track and then only you only hear it when they play and then eventually realize nobody actually gives a fuck about the track about the track mm-hmm. if it's dope you all want to play it and then people just start sharing music and yeah i mean how do you feel about the whole uh i know um this was an issue on twitter the other day about people who are like stealing music from yeah. artists um uh, i know aka when stealing music or, or pirating music. pirating music sorry yeah. yeah not stealing pirating like they yeah. they get it through other sites and back sites i mean how do you feel do you feel like it's okay for people to do that or well obviously definitely it's not okay but it's, okay, but it's something that's been happening for years you can't control look because you know what in, in the way i see it in the same way with the radio is that an artist doesn't really make their music from selling records anymore yeah you make your music from influence and from concerts and you know promotions yeah, and things like yeah, that like endorsements corporate, exactly yeah. so i mean is it really that big of a crime i mean the people in the hood who can't afford itunes they download your track it's better for you that they have the track mm. than they don't even though they got it legally i know this might come out wrong and it might get hurt <laughs> but who gives a fuck we all got different opinions right that's what makes us unique mm-hmm. i always feel like you 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 make your money from pirating through bookings so if 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 yeah. your if your song is big in fucking kwamashu mm-hmm. and people in kwamashu don't have itunes but they download your song fakaza or whatever you eventually get booked for your for your for a show there and then you make that money back it might not be what they pirated or how much of loss but that pirate piracy has opened doors into a new platform that you didn't know existed yeah. you know so it's 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 a tricky it's a very touchy conversation but piracy will always happen yeah no especially at the rate and, of like the you know it always happens and sometimes it works out for the best but financially it doesn't because the Wait actually are... how does it work if you play someone else's track in the club do you have to like what are the copyrights with that No, they, the, 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 there's a new there's a new system that came into place a few years ago uh it's called not soma no something like that so basically what happened is we we have to let's stop pirating music and we have to start playing music from itunes and oh. then we have to track the list of music so the club must know what you're playing and stuff like that you know even though it's not hand it's not really hard on and you also need a license to, to be a dj you, know? you can't just oh really yeah, you can't just okay pay yeah what does the license mean like how do, yeah. how do you get a license you pay you pay uh 699 or 99 not sure but yeah okay. and then you have access you're allowed to who are you paying to you're playing to paying what are they, to? Paying, what are they called the the government Yeah, the people who are in charge of this. The called Oh, like copyrights section. Yeah, yeah, the called some or some something like that. <laughs> Samro. Yeah. <laughs> Dead. See your mind is in sumo. Yeah. Ah. I love clubbing. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Sumo. 
Yeah, yeah they, they, you, you pay those people a yearly year fee and you have a license to DJ and stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I, I always wondered about that, you know, because copyrights always get like more and more hard mm. as it goes by. But I just feel like it's, it's all for the people now. Yeah, it's all for the people. Done that, yeah. you know? <laughs> when you make music, it's going to get pirated. That's one thing you should. Well, know any art. Any art. Any, and I mean, even Kanye West was speaking about this when he said that um, artists will always take from other artists. Yeah. And what is stealing and what is giving and.
because he started around the same time as um, a lot of other DJs in South Africa. Mm. What made him? Is it the brand or is it his music? What made him so international and so successful? I think I think it started it started with the roots, his goals, what he wanted to achieve, mm-hmm. and then with that having the right team to 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 align your goals and your project. This way, this is where Black Coffee wants to go, and this Harlem is gonna take. But we need to get there, you know. So with him, he's always he has always had an international mentality, you know. I'm an international DJ, I'm not just South African DJ, and you can tell about his music, you know. His first few albums were centered around tribal sound, you know. You know South African roots, and then yeah. as time went by, sound changed. He was not tapping into international market, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And his team worked around it, and definitely built. It. And this is just an opinion from someone from the outside, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not really, you know, inside there. Inside, but I mean, but, obviously, as a DJ, you yeah. know what's going. I mean, yeah. do you think that's the the pinnacle of a DJ's career? Like that's not the ceiling, mm. but he's he's it. Or do you think there's more that a DJ <coughs> can do in South African context? There's there's really more. There's really, like I said, you, you always have to keep learning, you know. There can only be so many festivals you can play at, but again, how how you keep evolving, how you keep learning as a DJ, that's what always keep you much more higher where the pinnacle is and just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, would you would you recommend more kids try and become DJs instead of producers? I'll, I'll, I'll recommend anybody to be anybody. To be anybody <laughs> to be. Honestly. Okay. Would, what would you tell them? What's the best advice for some kid who's, who thinks they want to be a DJ? What would you tell them? Uh, it's, it's definitely not easy. It's definitely not easy, but if like you, you can't really stop someone's dream, you know. No matter how you advise them, whether it's good or bad, yeah, it's all about them, you know. I've had guys I started with that want to be a DJ, die hard. I want to be a DJ, I want to be a DJ, and eventually the dream died before they even finished high school, you know, things like that, you know. Because it was a hype. You know, all of that plays. So you really, if it's your calling, you keep at it. If you. If, because I was, I will say right. You, life is is, it works in phases. So there's an entry phase, and then there's a middle phase, and then there's an end. You know, so entry phase, it's you. You'll be you'll be surrounded by something that's building you for what's here to come, but you don't know it yet. You know, so for example, you start a phase as a producer. You enter as a producer. You care about DJ, you know, like, what the fuck is that? You just want to make music. Yeah. But God had a plan for you that the music you're making, you stop giving away to people, you start playing it yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you become a DJ. And for being a DJ, now, what's after being a DJ? Then you own a recording label. And then you grow, and then you become, after recording, uh, uh, um, own a recording label, you become an entrepreneur. Then you tap into other potential that you have. So the entry the entry point was whatever you were meant to. Yeah, yeah, you can build can build and open more doors. You know, and that makes sense because I feel like uh, even as a blogger myself, I had that point where there was, I, I had no one reading my blog. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, like someone advised me, do I stop? Like, what do I have to do now? Mm. And I remember I watched uh, a video where someone was just talking about their experience and they were like, you have to enjoy and write this blog for yourself. For yourself, yeah. yeah. So because if you're not doing it for yourself, then nobody, so th- that's why you have to be passionate and enjoy it. When you enjoy it, you're not really bothered by who's watching, you know, yeah. you're happy, you know, like producers sit and they'll sit in this room and make music they don't care there's cameras outside mm-hmm. who must know let me record myself at a session they sit and produce because they enjoy it yeah. and then when the final product is done they put it out there yeah and, and then everything else yeah everything else you know and you know what i feel like this is why uh, like the kids who are just trying to ride the wave never mm. succeed because they're so concerned the with the press and the media and the graphics of it all and yeah. they're not there for the art you yeah know? 
I, I, I actually have a disliking for, for kids like that. Yeah, <laughs> Those kids that want to be half pregnant with the newest wave. It's, 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 it's something we can't control because, I mean, kids don't really know. It's, it's, it's one in maybe like a million that know the purpose in life from a young age, yeah. you know? And then those are the blessed ones, you know? Mm-hmm. And then others have to go through a rough path to find themselves, you know? And then, Do you feel like all of your friends there that are on the same level, like they all have their passion? And Do you have any friends that are just like really normal and like married and like yeah. they work in finance? All, all my best friends, my, well, I have two best friends. Yeah. So the other two passed away. The, the normal lives the, the one's an engineer he can't handle the club I find really? so he gets like bangs why I always try to drag him out like come with me to gigs and he's really hated because he wants me home early he's an engineer he spends oh, the he's night to, yeah. yeah you know and it's just it's like every time he's in the club he looks don't cool. you find it hard to maintain a relationship with someone who's so you can't even entertain the very best. No, our friendship is too, is too solid for that. We see each other. Really? Yeah, we don't see each other often, but we see each other. I, I respect his career, respect mine. You know, yeah. like he'll never ask me. You'll never wake you'll me. You'll never at, undermine Yeah, you'll never wake me up at six in the morning on a weekend to take me out because he knows I'm sleeping. <laughs> like same thing. I'll yeah. never try to call him at one in the morning. Come drink. Yeah. Like this nigga sleeping. You know, <laughs> kind of thing. So there's that respect and that balance, but yeah. yet. We have never, I've, we have never, we, we, we are best friends. Yeah, and then the other one, what does he do? Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a director, so. He, okay, that's mm, sort of. Yeah, he's, he's a, he, he works in, uh, well, he's going to be a movie director, but he's more right now into commercial, so he shoots for like, uh, motorbike competitions and stuff like that. So. I've tried the, okay, I haven't tried for like a day. I tried the full mode. That yeah. shit's rough, yo. Yeah, it is, it is. Damn, I'm way too little for that shit. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes <laughs> you'll be gone every weekend, you'll be in different countries shooting and stuff like that. Yeah, but so. and you know what? I think for, as a director, you also have more power. If you're anything, if you're a model or an actor or something, it's like you're so powerless. You're mm, like the you're, you're limited to, to so, so much. Yeah, actually. you know. It's, so he's, he's really. Do you but think you ever you ever go into a movie or are you very yeah de- into definitely my, my my wife wants me to go into oh, okay so from this interview we transition from my queen now from my <laughs> girlfriend to my queen to my wife yeah <laughs> so yeah man my wife wants me to right. try to try to present it how was the wedding was it good <laughs> we had the wedding I'm, during the break I'm speaking to existence so oh, the, uni- oh. the, uni- the universe must see you hear oh, my right, cry all right, all Right. Yeah, my cry. I'm putting out there. So yeah. Wait, man. okay. So if you and your wife slash your queen have a kid, and your kid is like, I want to be a DJ, yeah. like, you're gonna be like, okay, son, let's go. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna support. I'm gonna support my my child because my parents never supported me in my dreams. So yeah. It's you know, tricky. and it's... I was having a very interesting conversation with someone the other day about black tax. Yeah. And they were saying because uh, they're in finance, but it's not what they wanted to be. They wanted mm. to be a violinist. <laughs> Funny enough. And he said that his parents pushed him into finance, um, but he understands why because they didn't think that anybody can have dreams like that and achieve it. So he's like, I don't even blame them for doing that. Do you feel like your parents was the same situation? Like no, they didn't no. see a future in DJing. That's why they weren't. Yeah, of course, I didn't see a future in DJing, but what what they what they like to do, including myself and my siblings, what they like to do was to advise us in being happy first. Okay. You have to be happy first before anything. Happiness comes first, because happiness is the foundation of anything you do in life. You know, if you're sad, you can't even leave your bed. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're miserable, you can't eat. You know, if you're heartbroken, you can't. You know, function. you yeah. can't function. You're just still. You know. So what they they were they didn't teach us to be happy. So they told us happiness is going to school and getting a career 
and that and that and that, and that you know so with 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 kids is where let, let a child be just supervised let a child be let him try out many things yeah eventually so every, if, you're, if you're everything was, uh, like if you had a son and they were like dressing in pink dresses and playing with Barbie dolls. I wouldn't be bothered. For all I know, really? he, he's, 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 he's probably the next biggest designer in the world. Yeah, or, or he's transgender. You know? It doesn't yeah. matter, you know? The thing is, it's all about being happy, you know? Mm-hmm. You need to have a good home. So, having that, being strict and you have to be an accountant, you have to be a doctor, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do that. You are, yeah, you, you are blocking your kids from experimenting life and being who they really meant to be. You know? Yeah. I know we all didn't have the same opportunities as they did, so they were forced to go to school to make a living. But also Did you enjoy school or did you hate it? School was cool. Like, I feel like you were a naughty kid in school. Not you even. you weren't a naughty kid, but you rolled with the naughty kids. Yeah. Yeah, I, you I were was, influenced. Yeah, no. I was just a pretty boy. Oh was really my god. Honestly, I was known I was known for soccer. That's mm. that's my claim to fame. No one saw uh, me and no one realized this guy existed in the whole school until, until you started playing soccer until someone on the field and like who's this guy and then you know yeah. that that's my claim to fame in high school but I was a nobody if no people only knew me for soccer so oh you were the guy who played soccer like that was yeah, a shine yes mm-hmm. if, if I'm not on soccer field nobody gives a fuck <laughs> until I'm on soccer field so I was just that guy you know so, did you ever yeah. think you wanted to become a soccer player I think every, that's like every, every young every guy black dream. kid is wanting to be a oh, soccer, soccer player or a rapper uh, yeah, yeah no rapper definitely not no, you don't want to be a rapper? Never. That's hilarious. Yeah, you never wanted to be a rapper, but you went to entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Playing music felt good. I enjoyed that. Yeah? yeah? I enjoyed that, so yeah. No, that's great. I'm glad that you, like, I feel like sometimes you're so blessed to have found the thing mm. that ignites us. Yeah. I look at people that don't have that thing, and I'm like, how are you? How do you get up in the morning? It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's very hard. Because now, you, you, you force your child to do something that's not one, and now, the all you get your responsibilities and responsibility leads to this and that and that. Now you're 30, you're making money, but you're not happy, but you can't leave your job because you got a house to pay, a car to pay, your family take care, yeah. school. So now you just spend your life being miserable because the parents forced you and they think this was ideal. But deep down, they don't know that you're not happy. Yeah. You know, that's where you get people having midlife crisis. Now they want to do what they want to do at 35. I thought people have midlife crisis because they're men and that's just the cycle of men. No, I think <laughs> women also, you know, they just, they just want to do something else. Oh, and that's the women that come to you in the club, right? <laughs> 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 what do you think makes women do that? Like, clearly, your man was, he was there. So, what do you think? I don't know, eh? People have different reasons, man. I, I, th- I think in, 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 in relationships, once you become comfortable, you lose that spark. So I think a lot of people become comfortable mm-hmm. and be like, okay, you're married now, you're my wife. <laughs> yeah. Why do they have to have this yeah, really deep you know, voice to so be married? <laughs> we, we don't need to have sex every night or come smash once a week. <laughs> Work the Is stress this your married for... voice? Yeah. Thanks, you're going to get married <laughs> yeah. a lot of I do. Yeah, I do. Walk into the house. How you doing, baby? How are you doing? Mimo, before and, married, you are here. And, and she was like, hi, baby. I'm excited. I'm wearing something sexy for you. Keep that straight. I'm, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Where the kids at? I, I gotta do homework. And then when I get into bed, eventually time to have sex. I'm exhausted. Oh, keep, you know keep. what you're saying? This is such enjoyment. It's not even natural. <laughs> you're keep, you're keep, super ready for it. Keep the laundry for Saturday evening. Oh, at 8 hey, p.m. Hey. At 8 p.m. No, but that's the ETV e- e- movie, though. Oh yeah, shit, baby. <laughs> keep it for 10 p.m. <laughs> 
you know so it becomes a routine and i think that's where things become boring i would like to assume but i don't know where because i'm not married yet, yet but yeah. i live with my girlfriend so i, I kind of see those things you know but yeah that's just the sparks man you, you have to you always have to make make your partner feel like you guys are young still you know yeah. even when kids are around man fucking make your wife on top of you know kiss on the counter you know <laughs> shit like that you know things like that you know like play 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 what, what's that game called where you Ten play questions? No, no. Where, where you play housing housing what housing i don't want to say games and then people wife and how what housing wife yeah yeah <laughs> that you know so just make it fun man like me and my girl just we just have fun we, we live we live together in an apartment and we, we can be there the whole the whole week don't tell me leave to go buy food and just make it fun like you you have to make them your best friend yeah i don't get bored you know okay like i i think she doesn't get bored yeah <laughs> i think i'm not sure about that don't ask her don't open that yeah, box I, i don't want to ask the question don't ask it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I i know when, when she's tired of me she says baby i have to go smoke with my friends downstairs <laughs> and i go okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll see you after 10. Yeah, so yeah. That's some good relationship advice. Though. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like you can if if DJ never works out, just relationships nana. Yeah. On Twitter, you can be that Twitter guy who's always giving us Whoa, relationship no, advice. No, 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 no. And I get dumped and then they make fun of me. How oh, my guy? I thought you were the guy. Now you're dumb. You know what? All relationship giving people are always single. They always, when they speak they always like when i had a girlfriend so yeah. you ain't got a girlfriend now they, 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 they become what do you call those people that uh uh relationship relationship experts relationship gurus yeah, yeah. and they're always single though mm-hmm. right because i always speak from a broken heart yeah and it's like therapists are always they're always crazy f and they always need their own therapist mm. type of thing you know so yeah wait no. so therapists go to other therapists yeah therapists have therapists and then who 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 are the other therapist therapists <laughs> They have their own, like it's not a special type of so therapist. So if if you're a therapist and I come to you, I'm your therapist. Yes, who's my therapist? He's your therapist. And who's his therapist? I'm therapist. <laughs> so we're all just being in a circle. <laughs> Because That's you deal so with wait, do, do we pay each other or you're just like is this for a good cause? <laughs> no, it's not for the good cause. And no, they're not invited to your event. <laughs> I'll vote to invite them like your gents. Come to come next year. <laughs> no, yeah, they definitely because they have so many issues and they carry so much of other people's issues. That That's crazy, yeah. Back. Yeah, you know. Imagine every day you wake up, you have to do someone's issue. Bro, and then you must hear someone's your it, it really lot. takes. I know now I know why they charge the charge so much. Oh, yeah, because they must listen to you all your issues and like carry Bro. that emotional baggage and like Like they, they must be in your mind, in your feelings. They must feel emotion, must feel everything. <laughs> That's creepy. I mm, mm, I I could never, hey. I can hardly listen to myself talk. I must listen Bro. to other people talk. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but Banks, thank you so much for coming into the studio today, giving Yo. us so much of relationship advice and wisdom. Yo, music knowledge. I forgot about, about that. The industry, okay? What yeah. Music knowledge. I just need to break it down. You okay. Know? I was having a chat with Sir. Do you want a drum roll? Okay, I'm a drum roll. Yeah, right? like Boom. This is your Banks I'm about to give you. What we call this the music knowledge. <laughs> Let's go. So basically, uh we just uh I just been watching a lot of youngsters, you know, coming up in the game and not having the necessary knowledge, you know? And I don't blame them because you spend so much time f- uh focusing on your craft that you you don't actually give yourself time to learn about the business behind your craft, you know? They all want to make it, they all want to have the Rolex and the cars and stuff like that, but they don't understand that your craft has to, has to help you retire with it. 
you know the money the income the investment you make from your craft have to help you retire so uh, i'll advise a lot of rappers djs whatever that you do in the entertainment industry understand the business of it you know where the money comes from you know who's investing in this business you know who are the consumers you know the suppliers all these things you know once you have that knowledge you'll be able to know on how to maneuver in, in, in your space, in your surrounding, you know, and how what you get yourself into, you know, because a lot of you just sign crazy deals, you know, you see a contract that says I give you 200,000 a year and you're losing your mind, but you understand that you're selling your music for 200,000, that person is making, making five million for me, mm-hmm. you know, and you're out here going crazy, you sign a deal, the first thing you could go buy a car worth 180,000 and other 20,000 go ball in the club, <laughs> yeah. money's finished, you know. But that guy took your craft and made more millions from it and now he's retiring from your craft even though he did nothing mm-hmm. all he had to do was go read a book and yeah do it for you do it for you and then you are just sitting there so what would your advice what is the music knowledge my music knowledge is understand the craft you know read books there are books books about marketing books about investment you know all of that learn that you know look at guys who have been in the game you know music directors, music music producers, uh, recording label, uh, CEOs, you know, learn about that, you know, look in the background in which whatever recording we're signing to, find out where they, where, how they started, who started it, you know, why they started it, you know, how they accumulate so much revenue, you know, what were they doing, where were they selling your other artists' music, and watch platform, you know, yeah. find out who the platform is doing. And also, know? I mean, if, you, if I look at, like, the, the facts of that, if someone is offering a deal for a million for your mm. song, what is it actually worth to them? You see, you, know, so. you get guys who get offered, you know, a lot of artists get offered. Well, what what artists don't know is when you sign a con- when you sign a deal, you have to make the money back for them. Because mm-hmm. when you don't, then you owe them. That's okay. what, yeah. So, so if, if you sign if, a contract if, with them for, for 100000 So if, if, if you sign a contract for $3 million uh-huh. for maybe two albums or four albums, if if they don't make the money back, that's not, the, that's, then you owe them. Oh, okay. Kind of, you know, so people think I got a three million deal. What? What? They have to make the money back. It's an investment. You know, mm-hmm. they have to make the profit back, the money back. You know, so that's where you get guys where now you have to come out the deal. Now to come out the deal, you have to pay them to come out the deal because you're signed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so that's where you're fucked up. You know, because you don't know what you're getting yourself into. So just like do your research. That's all, man. Read. You know, if you can't read, find a good lawyer. <laughs> you know, find a good lawyer to read for you, do your shit for you. Yeah. You know, because I mean, you must always question yourself. If I am, if I made that song, if those guys were to pay to pay five million for the song, how much? Is how much is he gonna make from the song if he's really willing to pay five million? You know, all these things. People don't just throw money around because they think it's hype. The song is hype. Let me get into it. No, the study like okay, cool. The song is hyped up. It's been trending for four weeks, five weeks, two months, whatever. Why is it trending? Who are the people behind it? You know, who's making it trend? And they look at the market and like okay, it's the kids between the age of thirteen and eighteen. They're making the song trend okay so how do you make money from that we buy the song and then we will sell the song to to a platform a target market of the kids between 13 and 80 because that's what those are people making the song trend yeah. and we'll find a product that aligns with that age group so they start doing commercial in kiddies meals kiddies shows whatever yeah they're selling the right yeah you know so they make the money back so you have to learn all of that and that's what that's one thing we don't know you know we just so focused on the craft and you've been starving for so long you want to make it and anything that comes to you take it because you're so desperate you know yeah. you just need to hang in there just hang in there and keep if pushing. you keep pushing do your research understand the business it's very it'll, it'll go a long way it will go a long way. You you'll be shocked at how many rappers, artists in general, 
that are broke now, but the music is still playing on the radio. And the person who's eating the royalties is on holiday in Greece, <laughs> living his best life. Who was never well, even, the yeah, who was never even in studio. Who doesn't yeah. even know when the song was made, but he just bought it, bought, bought the, the track. Now that guy's retiring of royalties of something they even make. I would love to be that guy with his royalties. Yeah, so <laughs> royalties sound amazing. Yeah, so just understand the business beside behind any, anything you're involved in, you know. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm out it. You get it, yeah, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much for these nuggets of wisdom on romance and music. And <laughs> is there anything? What track do you want to go to? Oh what man. What are you feeling so hard right now? Oh man, cause I gotta go home right now. That's <laughs> my voice. Oh, my baby's waiting for me. So play something, Usher. Uh, oh man, I just discovered this new artist. My <laughs> wife introduced me. My wife. I, I think it's been around for a while. That's a lover, but. <laughs> About being around people that help you, that grow you. Yeah. This artist called Buddy. Okay. You guys know Buddy? No. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped an album, Buddy. Google Buddy. The song is called Black, Black on Black on Black. Buddy. Buddy. Black. <laughs> Thank me later. We're gonna we're gonna play that now. Um, Banks, your handle is at Twitter at Banks B A N Q U E S underscore. Instagram is just DJ Banks. Facebook, like my page, oh man, y'all so cool, bro. Like my page, Banks, damn, bro. You like my pics, but you can't like my page. Shit, like my page, bro. Uh, right, so we're heading into, what was his name? Uh, buddy. Artist we're name heading is buddy. into Buddy right Check now. Check us called Black on Black. Black. This has been The Color of Truth, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to come back next week. Same time, same place. We'll see you next time. Can I burp? <laughs> All these bitches wanna kick it, MMA I've been rolling, I've been leaning every day Got some niggas with me down to catch a case All my bitches fuck bitches, young and me As you can see, I'm doing fine, I'm doing great I ain't showing up unless I'm getting paid Shawty say she wanna fuck, don't know her name that's the reason why these niggas wanna hate Couple gold chains on me, ain't a lane We could take it, they homie don't mean a thing I know you heard about me, I make her sing You could have a back, it was just a fling I got a bag on me, fuck a price tag on me And I get so high, got all this jet lag on me All I make is heat, that's why all these fans on me Yeah, This is world domination, got the plans with me Yeah, I've been lurking, I've been scheming on the low ooh, ooh, And my neck and my rings is all gold Yeah, fuck it, I'm gold I'm frozen, my pockets all swollen Damn it, I'm gold You plastic, got in my hole Now that nigga, she basic Tell my new bitch, miss me with the bullshit On some true shit, I'm over all this coochie Me and Zucci, we coming with the Uzi My life a movie, I feel like I'ma lose it On some new shit, put that Zenzo Take it off, girl, what you think it be for? I got the hand on 110. 
I want the hoe, I'ma get her She want the drugs, I know the plug Baby, I fuck with the dealer I'm in this bitch for real No, I don't kiss and tell The reason why I got a couple famous bitches on my dick for real Poppin' on Miley, my bitch a bossy Dick and I drive me, nigga, I'm poppin' So many options, I'm on some fuck shit Come to my car, see why I'm the topic I'm on some fly shit, no, you don't want it Better be quiet, all of my niggas dividing So I feel like a poly, I've been lurking, I've been scheming on the low. Oh, oh, and my neck and my rings is all gold. Yeah, fuck it, I'm gold. I'm golden. Wrists on froze, and my pockets all swollen. Damn it, I'm gold. You plastic, got in my hole. Now a nigga, she average. Gold, gold on my wrist, gold. I've been scheming on the low Oh, oh, and my neck and my rings is all gold Yeah, fuck it, I'm gold I'm golden, wrist on froze And my pockets all strong